just signed up for for Noggin, which is Nickelodeon. Mm. Nickelodeon, right? I got a one through Apple TV Plus. Oh, I got a one. I got a one free one week free trial, and he gets access to like a ton of Nickelodeon stuff, right? Okay, and fuck after the week i forgot so i just got billed the eight dollars for noggin <laughs> probably will never remember that i have this subscription each month all there those goes, models are just eight bucks right yeah it's people um, forgetting is the business model Welcome to episode 272 of the Emergent Is it 272? 272 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix Hergood. I'm here with Neo Ayoshi. Hey, how you doing? It's Neo. I'm here with Locke. I don't know what's happening, but what's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm here with Trip. What's up, guys? It's Trip Zero. <laughs> Whew, we did it. We made it. It is 272, though, intro. right? It's 272. It is- it is 272. You, you nailed we're it. Just, we're just back with another episode of the Emerging Gamer Podcast. Back with old. another one, man. What else is new? Ah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, thank you, Felix. I appreciate the... Uh, so I think I think a broader discussion for later in the show is we're going to kind of dig into all these different streaming services that have popped up where you just play, you get a catalog of games and then you kind of play through them and we're going to... Do a little bit of an overview, but then we're going to talk specifically more about Amazon's attempt at it, which is called Luna. Um, right. So that's that's the move this week. But um, you know what falls into this category is Amazon's Luna, uh, Google Stadia. Um, is there another one? Microsoft Cloud. Oh, Microsoft's X Cloud, which is also going to be another one. So we're just going to yep. go over that. That you know, before we get into that, obviously we're going to go talk back and forth about our own shit and what we got going on and what what we've been up to games we played things like that but then we're going to get into talking a little bit more in depth because i don't know shit about luna i i i heard about stadia it completely didn't interest me but like i didn't even know amazon was really into it i heard amazon was attempting it but it was like a failure like like they weren't doing well at it or something or did it not release i have no it's idea not i know nothing not i know nothing yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk you may about it. you may be about crucible which was a failure and they pulled it and then canceled it Oh that's yeah, 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 yeah. I, I might that's be talking I'm about just that game, game yeah. knowledge. It's just crucible. Pulled. I had no idea about Luna. So it was just so fucking sad on its own right. It's but, really sad. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about um, you know I've I've tried Stadia personally, um, so I could I could share my experiences with Stadia as well um, when they had their free trial. So yeah, we we'll, we'll we'll go in depth, but yeah, like Felix mentioned, we're gonna start with what we've been up to. Um, Neo, I know you uh, you have something very important you wanted to to give your experience on uh, something that you finally oh, sure. got, finally got installed, right? Yes. The wait, the wait is over. So tell us, I, tell uh, us a little like bit about three that. Three grueling weeks. Yeah. Three grueling weeks of trying to nail one of these, uh, how the RTX fuck, how did, cards. How, my first question is how the fuck did you finally get one? Okay. So I actually managed to get two. <laughs> Oh, in the end so you're getting greedy now in your old age no i actually sold one to our friend puck um i already shipped it out this week so he's it's on on the way to puck, puck. um i did not scalp it i wasn't gonna be that that asshole but i could have i could have done it um so he's he's got he's got that coming his way um but i did keep the that was an msi card so i managed to get to nail on new egg the msi card 
very lucky refreshing that page and getting to the car. Also on the NVIDIA site, right before they pulled this week, this is the news for NVIDIA this week, they pulled their store offline, and the only way to get a Founders Edition card now is through Best Buy. So if you want to get one, good luck on Best Buy site. Uh, so I'm very fortunate to have copped one of those I hate before they did that. Yeah, all these uh, this this experience has taught me how awful a lot of online stores are, especially when they're getting hammered with a with a high demand product. Um, but I did manage to get it. I got it in my machine right now, and over the weekend I've been installing and playing a lot of games, including Death Stranding. I reinstalled on PC, and wow, going from PS4 to PC with the dial turned all the way up using it DLSS. Looks, it looks beautiful. I man. bet. Yeah. Dude, I'm taking screenshots like every second because each one of these could be a good wallpaper. Like, like you want a good wallpapers? Death Stranding is a good, good game for that. Um, some things I'm like, like noticing on revisiting the game. First off, the game is great. Like, I know it got a lot of like back and forth and like there was a lot of camps on whether this is a good game or not. But the game is like a relaxing overwhelmingly positive experience. And I was actually telling Felix about this before the show. Um, despite the, despite the nature of the game being in this like post-apocalyptic dour setting and everything's trying to kill you and all that stuff, the game's message is like overwhelmingly positive. Everyone you encounter, everyone who you talk to is like, keep up the good work, Sam. Everyone is saying only you can reconnect the world and you're, you're the one saving, saving America. And it's just like, it's actually like a really kind of a pleasurable experience when everyone's just like really happy to see you after you've just taken on this long, arduous journey across this like dangerous wasteland. And it's, it's honestly like all Sunday. That's like what I did. Like I just, I just deliver packages and build out roads. Like it was a great time. Um, yeah, definitely he, recommend going back to that game. Yeah. Kojima did a lot to like, to push the concept of like, this world isn't just a narrative for, he wanted to he's making a single player game but he all of the people who are playing as the as the different sams or whatever sam is that his yep. name um are yep. all pushing forward the same narrative you know it's yep. all it's all together. the same narrative together you're, you're alone but together yeah and, they, and together. the game reminds you the game constantly reminds you that you're not alone out there which is again another another form of positivity that is hoisted on you um, I just, I, I guess it's like a common theme that I've noticed like over the weekend, like just revisiting the game. Um, a few other games that I've been playing. Um, we've been playing Modern Warfare, still a lot, a lot of Warzone. Dude, cranking that game's graphics up and having it run up over like 100 frames a second, the game, the game is smooth as butter now and it feels great, except, aside from like server ticks. Um, but my, ga- my computer used to struggle like holding 60 frames with my 980 Ti, and that's been a really great, great time. I reinstalled Destiny 2. I played a little bit of that uh, today. Just running around, seeing what I like, like, you know, how the environments look, shooting stuff. Um, I installed Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a game that a lot of people use as like a benchmark. Also a game that I haven't finished yet. So I'm actually going to try and see if I can beat that game before, uh, I guess, Cyberpunk is the next big release we're we're still waiting on. But Mm -hmm. again, game runs great. Like everything has been just having, having the new 90, the 3080 has just been a, a great experience with like any game that uh, struggled on my machine. Did you play Valorant last night? So control is the one problem that I'm still having. I haven't tried it revisited since last week, but 
it keeps crashing. Uh, when you run it under DirectX 12, which is the only way to get the RTX features to turn on, which are the, the shadow mm-hmm. and light features, uh, right. for anyone who doesn't know. That's like, that's the technology that, that has like dynamic lighting and like the, the perfect reflections and all that cool stuff. Um, it crashes after 30 minutes, sometimes shorter, sometimes longer. Uh, fast traveling to certain locations, it, like, it just crashes on fast travel. Like, um, I don't know if I can... I wanted to play the DLC for that. Like, uh, I haven't... I finished the game, but I, you know, I, I haven't played the extra content yet. This is so. happening before your new card was in? No, this is... This is a this new is card issue? New, the, a new card issue. But if I run it a DirectX 11... It's it's when you run it because you get a choice when you start the game up. Mm-hmm. DirectX 11 start or DirectX 12 start, and if DirectX 12 apparently or on from what I've seen on the internet has a lot of problems. I don't know if it's specific to the card. Um, right, can't right. say for certain. It might just be a control problem with DirectX 12, um, and plus me cranking the graphics all the way up and turning on all the RTX stuff and um, right, right. all that stuff. So I, I honestly don't know. But the game's gorgeous when it's running, like. It runs smooth, and then you get all the reflections. Like it's a beautiful game. Like it's definitely one of the best looking RTX examples out there right now. Right, um, right. Funny enough, Modern Warfare has RTX implement, uh, in implementation, the, which I turned on. Uh, the one the one thing I noticed from that is when you see like fire, it looks real. It looks really good, and the lighting from the fire bounces off of the surfaces that it's looking at in a very mm-hmm. cool way. It looks. It just looks good. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like that's all I've been playing. Um, one more wait, one more thing. I'm still also crushing through Bloodborne, and mm. holy shit, it's a good game, but it runs like complete ass. The game yeah, it does barely hits thirty frames a second. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't chugged. play it. I, I literally I couldn't play it because of how bad it was. Like our our good friend Peanut. Uh, had Felix and I try and play that game. Um, and I think peanut actually bought me bloodborne when it was on sale. Yeah, he bought for it like, for me you know, too. He was like, he was super, I know he's a yeah. big fan of that game. It was super cheap. And like, um, regardless, thank you again, peanut. But, um, yeah, I couldn't, it was so clunky, man. And not just because of the style of game. I think the style of game hurts it even worse because of how mm-hmm. like clunky the combat can be. Um, mm-hmm. it it does it is not a well optimized game like that that game remastered on PC would be amazing. It really would. Be. Oh my god, hands down. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. that was a game that I struggled and I tried to go back into multiple times and just got frustrated with the with the experience. For, um, for the record, obviously, obviously, yeah. I did not quit that game because of like the performance of the game performance. I quit it because sure. uh, it, it like made me want to like put my head in a vice and just turn it and turn it and turn it and turn. <laughs> that, that's the, the main game. That's the point of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hate. I don't hate it for that though. Yeah. I don't like. It's sure. not like other games where I think it's bad development and then it's just a broke game that right. sucks and, or whatever. I never that never came out of my mouth. I don't believe. Well, probably came out of my mouth, but not. I it, it, that would that was ill intent because like I think the the way the game is developed is smart in the sense that the deaths that you do over and over again teach you the game. Right. right. It's a way of, it's a teaching tool. And I, 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 didn't, I mean, I, after a while, I didn't resent it for that. I was like, that, that's, this is a part of the mechanic. This is how it works. Honestly, the, well, the best, the best compliment I can give Bloodborne is its level design. Mm-hmm. It is 
the best way of designing a a, a, pro, a forward progression. But like last night, last when I was playing it, like on Monday with my buddy, we we uh, were really deep in the game right now. We're like really deep in it. And we saw a secret passageway and it and it kind of winded around and there were these really tough enemies there. Got through that, climbed a big ladder, and it took you to the beginning of the game. This we're, we're like really deep in it now. And like we've been progressing for a while. And this secret passageway actually brings you right back to the beginning in the clinic uh, where you start the game. And it actually opens up another side area with more bosses and more. more I don't like, know if I got that do. far. I probably and didn't. I was shot. No, probably not. This is like way deep in the game at this point. But the, the, the last boss I fought, always does this. The last boss I fought was the blood one. We blood something in a church. The. Mm. Oh, that's, that's really I, early. Yeah, that's that's a, like a blood witch or something. I was at Jesus Crow's actually playing blood. Yeah, right yeah. Now. I've caught a few of his streams, and the last stream I caught, he was fighting, was fighting that boss. I was um, trying to fight that boss, and that that mm-hmm. was where I think I beat the yeah, boss fairly early. But my heart was racing so hard <laughs> that I basically was like, if I continue playing to whatever's after this boss, I'm probably not going to survive it. So I'm not going to play this game anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's actually I got the first really one. Easy. I may yeah. go the back. one on a bridge. That's as far as I got. But I remember that being a, a wild experience. <laughs> yeah, that cleric beast. I think that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually been really easy because I've been playing with my buddy Eric, and uh, you can summon your friends into your own game, right? Um, and once you beat the area, it locks you out and it sends them back home, and then you can do the reverse. So then I just go in his game, play that same segment again. We're getting pretty strong doing it because we're literally playing through the same area twice. Um, mm. And it's actually making the game a lot easier. Still difficult. You can still get surrounded and and like killed pretty easily. So your your enemy actually... still leveling up as you go. Your your excuse me. Your your character is still leveling up when you go to his world and vice versa. Correct. Correct. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, so we're like kind of like a a step above uh, the second run through. We're a step above the level, right? With our, with right. our skills uh, and progression. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, I have an article here that I wanted to point out. Uh, a Bloodborne modder plans to release a 60 frame per second hack, but it's waiting to see if Sony's going to upgrade it for the PS5. So mm, I'd honestly be really curious because a lot of these old games are going to get like a game boost on the PlayStation 5, like a like a, an improvement. Um, the game chugs in so many locations and so many spots, like all the time. If they can do this, like we're talking sub 30 it, frames. We're talking like ten frames a second. It's, Ooh, it's like, yeah, it gets it gets cool. running through certain areas. I yeah, must have not remembered bad. that because I only played about three hours. But it was like at a friend's house. The TV was super far away. I wasn't super invested, and that's all yeah. that I played. I didn't really like commit to. Yeah, to I mean, gaming. even yeah, even in the initial areas, it's bad too. Um, mm-hmm. Like even getting to that first boss, like you experience it. Yeah, and you think um, that's noticeable on consoles? Well, probably. Well, it's only it's only on, it's yeah. only on, it's only on PS4. <clears throat> oh, that's what you're yeah. playing it on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I thought you have to, that's what you have to play it on. Okay, you don't got have it, a choice. Got yeah, I yeah. thought he was playing on PC. Mm-hmm. That's why I was. Kidding. Yeah, I mean, if they if they made a PC version, I'm sure you could fucking tweak it to where it would run beautifully, even if it was poorly optimized. But it, it's yeah, people it's have expensive. modded Dark Souls to run at higher frame rates, so it's gonna it would definitely be possible. Like, yeah, if, even yeah. if even if the game didn't come with those settings. Um, right. Also, the graphics are a little bit muddy in places. They are. That's they are just because of age. Right. Right. But yeah, um, I do want to finish it because Demon Souls, the the remake of that looks fantastic. It looks absolutely mm-hmm. incredible, and I would love to beat this before jumping into that when the drops. That would right. be my ultimate goal. Mm. There, nice. But yeah, who's next? Um, Who wants to talk? 
I mean, I got I, nothing going on this week, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I was going to quickly say is the new act for Valorant has come out. Um, so we just dove into Valorant again for the first time last night. Um, and I'll probably spend a significant amount of time in inside of Valorant this season. So the way Valorant Let's does their <clears throat> the way Valorant does their battle pass is they do acts instead instead of calling them seasons, they call them acts. Um, so we're on act three and they're, they're making some changes to the battle pass. Um, there's more content in the battle pass. We just got a new map, new character comes out in a couple of weeks. Um, they're what do you think of the it. new map? Um, were you in the game with us? Yeah. Yeah. You, it was me, yeah, you and yeah, yeah. Jed and, um, Jed, right. So mm-hmm. it, 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 I absolutely hated it on defense. Um, I didn't enjoy it a, like one bit on defense at all. On offense, it was very fun. Um, so it, it's it's definitely a um, a terrorist sided map. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I just need more time with it. it. It's completely different than any other map they've created, um, which is a good thing. It, it's good that they're 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 trying something new. Um, so I, I'm excited to play it more. Um, I had I had a blast last night. Um, yeah, so Me I'll too. that's probably uh, all lock. I'll be playing. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. I posted your your quad kill. I did. On, I watched uh, it right Twitter. before. We Actually, went... I should have put it in the Valorant chat. Yeah, I went. I, I I saw it right before we went live. I forgot to bring it up. Um, but my friend actually five, yes five kills. They were. I didn't see the ace. I didn't see the ace, dude. It's okay, man. I appreciate you shouting me out and, and clipping me. But yes, it was. Dude, it, I was. I was trying to put any good places as much last night. Yeah, it was good. That was. It was. A, it was a nice tweet. I was good seeing. Um, seeing your double, seeing um, with the sheriff, and Nimbus then did. what did you have? You had Nimbus yeah. in there too. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It, it was a good session, man. Uh, the, the problem with Valorant, the the one critique that I'll have is is like the amount of time you need to invest in playing even just a a handful of games. I mean, yeah. you know, two to three games can take you anywhere from you know an hour and a half to, to two and a half hours, you know? So it's, it's, it's quite the investment for sure. Um, which is why I'm glad to see that they're making some adjustments to XP and, um, the, the challenges that you can complete to, to get bonus XP. So hopefully this season's less of a grind, um, you know, playing the beta and act one essentially daily, um, really burnt me out on the game. Um, so I'm, I'm actually glad that we, uh, we mostly all of us, I think every single one of us took a break, during act two yeah. for the most part we played here and there um so i'm going in pretty fresh for uh for this new season so i'm excited for sure i'm looking to get back into it yeah yeah for sure, for sure. um felix what do you got trip said he didn't have anything felix. i got nothing let's hear you felix. Trip, you literally don't have any commentary on the new destiny shit that just came out nothing well, I mean, the only destiny shit is the festival of the lost, which is the uh, the Halloween event, mm-hmm. and um, there wasn't even supposed to be the way it was this year because where the event is was supposed to be gone by September because they pushed the expansion back. So it was just like a scramble, last minute kind of like oh. here's some fun extra shit to do. It's it's all right. It's it's something for people to do if they if they need you know some materials or get cool guns. They give you another pinnacle, which is nice if you're still making the climb, like I am on some characters, but. Just, just something else to shoot. The real focus is prepping for uh, November tenth. So, God so bless you, man. If you're, getting... you're, just, you're just doing a, a light grind, is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's not too bad actually, because I'm like the big prep point is like saving bounties to just pop them all day one. It's still the way it is, at least until Bungie says otherwise, which people are hoping that they kind of give some guidance in the next couple of weeks because they, they haven't said a thing about 
you know, if economies are changing or even when the rate is. Uh, but if bounty savings is the thing you uh, prep, it's easy just to click click heads while I'm working. You know, that's literally it. So, but other than that, nothing is new and exciting. Not I, until November. I was just wondering. Yeah. Um, Locke, I voted. Voted by mail. You voted by mail? Yeah. I know it's not game for you, related. dude. Related. That's I a just, great. No, that's a great update. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great update. I, vote, I yeah, voted by I'm, mail. Um, I'm, uh, um, yeah, sorry. What were you going to say? I didn't even know that I checked that I wanted to vote by mail. I guess, oh, guess when I was filling out my primary shit, it said, do you want to vote for mail for the um, national for election? For the election. And I must yeah, have yeah. checked the box, yes. And then I got the package mm-hmm. because Mrs. Mm-hmm. Felix didn't get the package. Did so, you make sure that you, you did it correctly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I followed all the directions in the, in the thing. Um, okay. And then I, I went down to um, one of the local spots that they had. That, you know, we went online and found the local spots, and they had a guy. He's managing the little box that you put it into, and right, 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 right. It's a pretty easy yeah, process. I, I only ask because John Oliver's one of his episodes. He shared how many, how many mail-in ballots were null and void from the from the primary, and how many were from the prior election. And it's like hundreds of thousands of people that don't fill it out right, Unf- and that you don't. Unfortunately, in the state of Pennsylvania, I won't know if my vote's been counted until the day of the election because Pennsylvania can't count them until the sure. day of the election. But I right. did. There is a link that you can go to to see if it was received, and it told me that it was mm, received. So got it. Got I, it. I don't know if received means it counts. That doesn't mean the same thing. I won't know right, if, right. It, if I did everything right until probably the day of the election when I can recheck the website and see if my vote was counted. But. I, I'm yeah, pretty before, sure I filled everything out correctly, you know. Right. The only, yeah, my, my, the only I was just going to say the only thing I had a question on, which didn't make any sense, and I also noticed that someone else in line didn't do it either. On the outside envelope, it's important to sign your own name and you know with your own signature, the one that's very similar to your license, and put all your information. There is a box for that, and I filled all that out because of the thing. But in terms of re- of a return address. Like I didn't do it. The guy in front of me in line didn't do it. We don't know if that even matters. Like I don't know if it matters. I couldn't find on their website where it said whether it matters. I wasn't mailing, right? I was dropping off, so I didn't think sure. it matters. But it's not related to the voting process, so I don't know why it would matter. But if, yeah, no anyone idea. listening right now, uh, send me a, a, t- a tweet on uh, Twitter or whatever if you think that that mattered. But I, I don't know. I didn't fill that out. So good for you. Good for democracy. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out if everything works. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still, like, I just, I have to, like, for my own peace of mind, need to go and and vote in person. Physically? But, yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, like, it, it, I, the, we, we talked a lot about it, my wife and I, you know, because there's, obviously, it's all unsettling trying to go to vote now with everything that's happening. But, mm-hmm. you know, our experience in the primary wasn't awful. Like, a lot of our clothes, clo- a lot of our polling places, excuse me closed down so i actually had to go vote somewhere different which is actually closer to my house same for me consolidated places into right yeah and the my new one is actually like walkable which is weird that it wasn't always my place but that's neither here nor there um and it was fine for for the primary we literally walked in and walked out so i i don't think we're gonna see the things that like you know places in like georgia and whatnot people waiting you know like you know, six to 12 hours to vote. Um, but, uh, you know, doing the mail-in thing is, is definitely a good idea for a lot of reasons. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so there's we'll a, see. We'll see what happens on election day, man. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what the, I have a lot of weird trust like. issues with the post office since this whole debacle this year. Well, that's why you know? if you do the drop off, this, you know, is, drop this off, is why yeah. I didn't put right. it in the mail because yeah. I wasn't yeah. trustworthy cool, cool, cool. of the mail service. But yeah, I, I'm proper. with you. I'm with you, Neo. I wouldn't. They went. Right I wouldn't to put it in the spot. The mail so. either. There's also early voting at a lot of locations, depending on where you vote. Uh, all throughout, starting now, a lot of places have already uh, ramped this up. So that's an option for people as well to get another fourth and third. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I didn't Can't mean to. Vote, I didn't mean to tangent the show there, but I just wanted to. Mention no, it's a good thing. That <laughs> I did no, it's to talk about. Yeah. Um, the yeah, only yeah. in terms of gaming, um, I'm about ready to 100 complete the Mafia Definitive Edition re-release. So nice. Uh, I have one final trophy that I couldn't solve a mystery on. So if there's anyone listening to the show right now who knows why this is a lore friendly thing, there's the last collectible is 50 little like ta- taxidermied foxes that are around the entire world, 50 of them. And they, they're, they're brown, and they blend in with the goddamn brick walls of the time period because it's like 1930s. And mm-hmm. I can't find these fucking things anywhere, so I have to use a guide online. But why would you put something completely unrelated to mafia anything in this fucking game for people to collect? Like, there's a shit ton of collectibles that are like magazines that are like Gangster Monthly and like all this shit makes sense. But Scott, if I'm going to rail about anything this week, it's this goddamn collectible because it makes no sense. It's a stupid taxidermied fox. I I thought they like box. What is that? Taxidermy fox, like oh, a, fox. a fox, like a. Th- oh. Don't you think, like okay. you know, like rich people had money to spend? They they spent it on taxidermy. Maybe there's a link there, or <laughs> in the 30s, yeah. a hobby. Yeah, thing. One of the yeah like hobby. what? What Maybe. do you know? What people did in the fucking 30s with their money, bro? It looks like I have to read the lore on the wiki page to find out why this is a thing. They're called mystery foxes. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. And it it's such like a non. Fucking start digging, bro. It's such a non sequitur. I'm just like. Ow, this hurts my brain. <laughs> well, you're the one that feels the need to 100% this fucking game. Oh, you could just, just yeah, stop. My brain is broken. I mean, I, just, I mean, you literally could just forget that it exists and be no, 99% complete. No. Right, exactly. So there we are. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're we doing it. We're, we're going to fucking, we're going to do it. Yeah. Little taxidermid foxes. We're going to, the mystery foxes. We're going to find them. I'm sure with uh, with minimal amount of Googling, we could figure out why it exists. I get 25 of them because they're all in concentric area of the map so i did 25 of them in fucking an hour and a half so and there's only 50 so i'll get the rest i'm gonna hunt those i'm sure i'm sure hunt those bitches down and i'll find them all so i'm sure you will it'll be great it won't be like uh the hundred flags in assassin's creed the first game where i got i I got 99 and i couldn't get the hundred flag because the game just broke and and you know I've complained about the mafia games on numerous occasions on this podcast, and yes, you have. I'm 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 retracting my own statement. This is a well built retraction. Yeah, it's a retraction. Uh, this is a wow. well built built game that I was able to get everything done, and there was no glitch trophies. There was no no fucking weird shit. Oh, I will seventy two t- folks retraction from Felix. Let me tell you the mm-hmm. one- asterisk on the title. So I'm driving. Uh-huh. So, so with with the mafia re release, you get. Uh, a pack uh, essentially of like cars because it comes with like the trilogy. They really, they remastered all three of the games or whatever. And you get this specific car that comes from the third game. It's like kind of like a Chevy Malibu from like the early seventies and you're driving this around, but I'm driving this now in the 1930s because it's like time travel. It's really cool. So I'm driving it around and all of a sudden it starts sputtering. Right. And you might've seen a uh, trip. My, my tweets about this when I was, mm-hmm. when I started realizing this was a problem, I was like, 
God, man. So first thing in my head is this is a broke game. The fucking developers broke this game. They <laughs> fucked it all up. Mm-hmm. Cars yeah. sputtering, right? So I you start, have that thought? Start, no. I, so I make a video of what the I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I tweet at the developers who don't respond, of course. Please don't. But I tweet at them and I go, this broke shit. You know what the hell? Da 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 da. You know. So then I, I, I it's still not fixing, and I jump to another story, like story mode, and I try the same car. And it does the same thing. It like runs. It it's sputtering. It's not going fast. I'm like, oh, how, how is this broke across all these game modes? I'm like, what the hell's going on? So after then, I try another car, and I get the same result after driving it around for a while. You know, I'm driving around to get collectibles, these stupid boxes, and all that shit, right? So I'm driving around, and sure enough, it happens with that. I'm like, something's up. So I find, <laughs> I type in in a Google search, a uh, car stalling glitch, right? And then I get this wiki for Mafia. It says, if you feel that your car is stalling or glitching, you're wrong. It just ran out of gas. <laughs> Did you notice that there are actually gas station icons all over the map? And I went, ah, fuck. And then I, I recall this moment when I was playing Mafia 2 like years ago. You have to get gas for all the cars in these games. <laughs> And I, I'd run out of gas. So it's actually Are you able a, to drive like always. It just drives. really. Yeah, shitty. it does this thing where it goes and eventually it's just so slow. It just kind mm-hmm. of it doesn't run out of gas and stall. That would have like right. triggered in my head. Oh, I probably need to get gas, but right. it never actually stops. So it, it just seemed like a broken thing in the game. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, there's just gas station icons all over the map and you just got to get gas. So now, but the weirdest thing about it is if your car runs out of gas, it's across all the game modes because I guess it, it comes from like a garage pool of cars that you collect over time and the gas applies to any game mode. It's weird, but uh, yeah, it was great. I put gas in the car and proceeded <laughs> to drive it around and everything's fine. everything was good. Concept. Everything was good. I'm, I'm only stealing cars and watchdogs too, so they all have gas. They I'm all have gas. And, yeah. and the other and thing I, just, I kept doing, I, I leave it there and I'm done. So I would leave the 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 car that I had and I would go right back to the garage and get a new version of the car. If that car was broken, the new one I pull out would be fixed. It just wouldn't be have a full tank. <laughs> so I kept pulling these cars out, and I'm like, "What the? If I was doing this live on my stream, I'd be like, "What the fuck? Like, why? Mm. Why do I keep pulling cars out that are fucking out of gas? Like." But yeah, you gotta just go to the gas pump, put it in. So stupid. Oh my god! So I love it. I didn't mean to tangent, but there, there it is. That's my week. That's a great tangent. It's a good week. That's a that's a good ass week, Felix. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's hit some cloud gaming. Um, Heck yeah. So we wanted to, to first touch on some the news itself about um, Amazon Luna because it it does sound like. Um, if you're like any of us, you might have just simply not seen that this was announced. Um, Very yeah. much like me. Yeah. And we, no didn't, idea. and we didn't cover it. So uh, if you get your gaming news from us, you don't know that this exists yet. So, <laughs> um, so three weeks ago at this point, uh, end of September, Amazon officially announced their, um, their uh, AWS, um, their web platform for gaming um, called Amazon Luna. Um we don't know when it is going to come out yet. You can sign up to have to be early access, which I did do um, right after it came out. It's a quick questionnaire asks you about like what type of games you like to play, what gaming means to you, and then it asks you about your internet connection. 
Um, and I would assume they're trying to test it on a, a variety of different internet connections since, you know, stable, fast internet is the name of the game for this. Um, so we'll see if I, if I get access to it. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I do, so I get to, to try it out. But um, the introductory price for the service will be $5.99 a month plus the need to buy a controller, which costs uh, $49.99, I believe. Um, or, and, that, and that controller looks just like a, an Xbox controller that you've seen or a Stadia controller. Um, you can it does say you can use, you can, it does say you can use a Bluetooth controller if you have one, like an existing Correct. one. Um, as well as keyboard and mouse on PC. Um, so you have the option for, for keyboard and mouse as well. So you, realistically, you don't need to do the controller route if you have something already. Uh, so you would only be into it for the monthly subscription of that $5.99. Um, with that subscription, you have the ability to play 4K, 60 FPS on two devices simultaneously. Um, so you are limited there. Um, your 4K 60 frames per second is going to de- depend solely on your internet connectivity, right? So, um, you know, we're going to get into it a little bit more with cloud gaming, but this is all done via streaming, right? So it's all based on your internet speeds, um, just like you're able to watch 4k content in netflix or some other streaming service and sometimes you may see the quality change of the picture that you're watching live as you're watching it because your internet is is going through the motions um or right when you start a, a piece of 4k television or movie it might look off and then finally the the video pops and it looks you know it looks better that's all your internet trying to compensate for streaming the the increased uh fidelity and and frames um the the one the one thing that uh cloud gaming has to overcome luna included is the difference between like streaming movies is and playing games are you are dictating the input of the game and the game has to respond accordingly and that's a huge Mm -hmm. thing that that streaming games has to overcome that latency between when you hit a button and then the reaction happens on screen yep um, so they're claiming a hundred titles will be available at launch. Um, some quick ones to just call out resident evil seven control, um, uh, a plague's tale, um, ukulele, um, assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be on launch. Far cry six will be on launch. Um, so all these games will be available. Um, they have a partnership with, uh, uh with Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and then there's also going to be Twitch integration with it. Surprise, surprise. As an Amazon product, um, you're going to be able to see live streams. Um, if you're inside of the Luna app, you'd be able to see people that are playing the games that you're about to go play and watch them live. Um, and you'd also be able to um, start playing directly from from that Twitch stream if you decided to. Um, so kind of, you know, check out a streamer. Oh shit. I actually like this game. This game looks pretty cool. Let me, let me boot it up and play it right now. Uh, you'd have the ability to switch between that, um, pretty seamlessly. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a direct competitor against, uh, Google's existing platform Stadia and Microsoft's new platform, um, xCloud. Um, and right now, I mean, at least in its um, description, um, it, it's already looking pretty great in terms of its, um, you know, feature set compared to Google Stadia. 
Um, I know Neo mentioned this earlier, uh, probably pre-recording, but the way that Google Stadia functions is you uh, you you pay to access the platform, but then you also purchase games. Um, Correct. So in this, this is Luna is more aligned more with like a Netflix where you pay our subscription fee and you get access to all the content that we have to offer, which is very, very different than, you know, pay to get into our house and then pay to get into each store or each room of the house. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting to see Amazon taking this approach. Um, the thing that's super sketchy about stadia is like, do we really own it dudes? Like, it, no, like if, Oh, you, Oh, you're talking, you know what I mean? Like, stadia. like you're okay. You're giving me access to yeah. it. And then I get no, in there and I have to, and then I have to pay for the thing, what the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, like if those developers yank it after I paid my sixty dollars, it's gone, right? Um, I would assume. Or if Stadia closes down one day. As, as then, far yeah. as I know, that's how it works with like let's say like a music streaming service. If like if the boss, you know, says, you know, fuck you, you know, I'm pulling I'm pulling the Born to Run album or whatever. I can't remember if it was called that. But if we're pulling if I'm pulling that album off of Apple Music and Spotify and it's no longer going to be there anymore, then even if you bought it, it's gone. Like, it disappears if it's only on a streaming service. Yeah, I mean, for for this, um, for Stadia, I mean, if you don't pay to access the platform, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be able to... Right, um, right. Well, that's, now, a, that's now, the whole other that's the whole other thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, what, you what, I, what I need... Access, but. What I need to clarify is um, there's Stadia Pro... Um, and the pro is a subscription, which is 10 bucks a month. And that gives you free access to some titles. It gives you discounted access to some titles. Um, what I don't know is what is included in the base version, if anything at all. Um, I believe the base version is free. And then you would then have access to their store, um, which does change things a little bit. Um, so I, I, we need to clarify that um, because the pro you would absolutely lose access to the games that you got for free as a part of your subscription. But if you have a base account, you can go in and you can buy as many games. Um, and as long as stadia doesn't shut down, you still will keep those games because it's a free <laughs> subscription, but should stadia shut down, you know, as a platform, you would have, you know, you've essentially, you know, if they don't return your money, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't count mm-hmm. on that. You've no. essentially, you know, just they ain't. burned they a pile ain't. of money. But <laughs> right. um, yeah, I mean, I, I tested Stadia. I used it um, back when I was still playing Destiny. Um, and at the time I used it because uh, Google was giving out free, free like two week trials for Stadia Pro. Um, so I tried Stadia and um, it was pretty cool to just launch it up in a web browser, right? Like I had no issues streaming the game. Um, playing it um, in terms of no lag the, or anything. No, I mean I have I have better internet than probably you know the vast majority of people. So I mean it's um, you know I'm a little bit of a different circumstance. Um, and I was on my PC, so I was also on my Ethernet, so my connection was as perfect as it could be. Um, so it was it's hard to gauge it versus like playing in my living room on my Wi-Fi. What would my experience been like? Um, you pay for like, uh, do you pay for like a game, uh, like the recommended by your provider, like game? I pay for gig. I just pay for, I pay for gigabit. Gigabit. Yeah. 
the one that's, yeah, but that's, I, that's the one that's marketed yeah. as like a gaming recommended yeah. um, system. And and with FiOS, you get true gigabit, right? Like I get 960 up and I get 960 down. Not over here um, with Comcast. Yeah. Right. Well, them. you don't, you, you ain't getting nothing. They you put all that money into that second speeds. building. They, they build yeah. a second building downtown. Well, I don't oh. know how you get, I had no idea how you get gigabit speeds on infrastructure that's been there for fucking four decades. So, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, you know. Anyway, um, the the um, my experience was not bad. Um, the the problem that I had with Stadia was the player base, right? So so the way that Stadia functioned for the multiplayer in Destiny Two was you had to play with Stadia people, and there was just nobody fucking playing. I sat and searched for over an hour and did not find a single multiplayer game. Um. And I like literally had my browser open, was doing other things and searched for an hour. And finally at an hour, I was like, I'm going to give it up. An hour is um, insane. Yeah. Um, it literally couldn't find a single fucking person. Like it would, Ten go minutes to, like, would be insane. It would go to like three people searching and I'd be like, all right, cool. And then it would stay there for 20 minutes. And then those people would be like, well, fuck this. And then I would go back Ooh. to zero people and then it would fluctuate, but we never found a game. Um, but at, for a single player experience, my experience was fine. I mean, it, it, it ran great. Um, but again, I, I think it's hard to gauge that versus like a living room experience over, over Wi-Fi. Well, it seems like a nice proof of concept, you know, right. like obviously the, the experience is inconsistent across a lot of people, depending on, you know, maybe there's a, a weird specific issue that day talking to Google or their own internet, of course, not being able to handle it. So there's things to iron out, but I mean, if it works at all, and with no perceptible lag, that's that's a win uh, mm-hmm. in a concept discussion. And that's probably what the future is going to be. Like, why would you own this shit if you could just literally have it accessible in a split second? You know, and it's been a sure. place totally fine. Yeah. And I mean, we, we already know that that's the model for other content, right? We do it now for literally all of our other media. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody does. Like, there's still people that consume physical media. Um, we know them. But um you know, I think the vast majority of us, like I, I don't like, I don't buy stuff anymore. Um, no. I have a subscription to fucking too many different providers now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's honestly getting sickening how many that I, I have, which is a whole other conversation. But, and I'm thinking about um, like the Apple stuff coming up and I'm like, I'm going to be subscribing for like workouts and for like, do I just do the news bundle? And like, and just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, and it's endless. No, it's that, endless. That, they, yeah. they announced that they're coming out with a one, price bundle yeah no i know that that's like part of like the judgment you know like i'm going to be paying for this then i got to look at hbo we have to look at you know disney plus and like how does all this stuff kind of you know juggle in your digital streaming life yeah and like right now i just yeah just on a tangent really quickly right like i my son obviously you know here and there we let him watch tv so we've been we we have disney plus and i just signed up for for noggin which is nickelodeon Mm. nickelodeon right i got a one through apple tv plus one i got a one free one week free trial and he gets access to like a ton of nickelodeon stuff right okay and fuck after the week i forgot so i just got billed the eight dollars for noggin (laughs) probably will never remember that i have this subscription each month all those models are just eight bucks right yeah it's people Um, forgetting is the business model to get people to try a a week trial (laughs) and then what i saw last piece and then we can get back to gaming i swear then i saw that there's a nickelodeon hits channel which gives you things Mm -hmm. like uh rocket power a wild thornberries like all the classic nick shows that i grew up watching angry beavers and i was like 
well, duh, got to watch this trial, right? So I signed up for that trial so I could watch me some Angry Beavers. And here we fucking go. This is the life now. <laughs> I just sign up. And, and now I'm essentially at cable pricing now because I have so many fucking subscriptions that I subscribe to yeah. that like, you know. Um, Time is a flat circle, my friend. But again, to your original point, why continue to buy games at $60 a pop if you can get access to all of them? It's the Game Pass conversation, right? Mm-hmm. If if you're able to have a subscription, um, this is just putting that subscription in the cloud. Um, so it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to see Amazon step into the ring, especially now since Google's been in it for so long, you know? And there's a lot of incentive there for people who are Ubisoft fans yeah. to like go that route. You know? Oh, sure. Because sure. they, they just yeah. get all the Ubisoft so I'm, games. I'm looking at um, yeah, I'm looking at Stadia's game list too, and it actually does have a lot of a lot of Ubisoft games. It's going to have um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming out and uh, uh, the new Watch Dogs game. So that's good. Um, and that's in still fact, the, it's got that's 129 model, games though. right now. That's the sales model, though. Where the, you buy Is them? What? You buy them individually through through. Stuff. Correct. Yeah, you buy them on top of the subscription service yeah, if you want the, the is best. It cheaper, quality. at least, is it thirty bucks versus sixty? It's it's ten ninety nine plus yeah. the game. Yeah, plus the game. Yeah. But like so, but, so for example, like some of them are, you know, the the game is like Hitman is normally sixty dollars for the bundle on Pro. It's thirty dollars, right? Right. That's so what like, I meant. Half yeah, price so games. Gonna, yeah. Right. Um. So they, they, you know, they, they get you there. Um, the pro, but another good point that, that Neo briefly just mentioned with, with best quality is, is the free subscription doesn't get you 4k. So I think to get 4k, um, fidelity, you need to be a pro subscriber for them, meaning you need to be giving them money each month, which I guess is no different than Amazon. They're not giving you a free model, at least not right now. So you're paying to get 4k content. Um, you're just paying half the cost yeah, with, compared to Stadia. With Amazon Prime, you're you're paying your your monthly fee for Prime, and then if you want to rent a movie or buy a movie, you still got to buy the movie. It's kind of a, it's a very similar process like that, right? I hate that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I fucking hate that. Yeah, <laughs> but Prime has a lot of benefits that aren't just limited to that. Like the nice thing about Prime is it it, it spans all of Amazon. You get a whole bunch of you get a whole bundle. of of features along with that subscription, all, not just it, they the also do have access light, or whatever in, they get, whatever they provide for you. Included in your Amazon Prime membership, you also there are a certain amount of movies that are licensed a part of the membership. Yeah. So not everything is something you have right. to buy, but, but I, yeah, they, they are they are starting to creep in more and more things you need to purchase. Yeah, like you sure. go in and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I want this is this movie available on Prime? You look it up on the internet and you follow a link and it says yes, and you're like, awesome. And you go in there and it's like, yeah, for ten dollars on Prime. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, mm-hmm. Um so this guy's yeah, also uh oh, we're gonna say any, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I just wanted to like point out something like a like a critique with the streaming services that's not XCloud. Uh, with Stadia at launch and with Luna coming up, a, a, one of the big critiques are is they're not getting these big tentpole titles that are coming out on launch for the consoles and, and computer the same day. Like Stadia had a hard time locking down like Doom Eternal the same launch day as um, as the rest of the platforms. And mm-hmm. that's honestly going to be a huge hindrance for a lot of these streaming services, because if they want to become a Did we lose him? Did he? He just went. Mm. <laughs> He's just gone. He's frozen. The fuck. I was giving it a second. See if it would finish. Yeah. 
He's hanging on a word. Wait, he's, oh, back. he's back. He's back. He came back. So I, I, I've been actually log. I've been lagging out throughout this whole session of, and uh, I've been staying quiet so I don't do that. But it keeps happening. So I don't know where you guys heard me last. So I don't. <laughs> it's all good. I don't know what. I don't know what I was saying. To anyone uh, listening to our audio podcast, we are recording remotely. We just have to remind you of that at all Yay. times that this kind of mishap can happen. It's going to happen again. It's happening to uh, podcasts, podcasts that are much larger than our podcast. So just let it happen. It's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've a pandemic. It. I've seen it. Um, I was so caught off guard by your frozen face that I, I honestly forgot your point. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. I was talking about launch. I was talking about launch titles, yes, launching yes, day and launch, date with yes. the rest of the, the other pla- competing platforms. Yes. And I was saying if they want to be a viable competitor to these other platforms, then they will have to get these libraries up to par with the, other, the other consoles. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, but, you can't expect someone to, to pick your platform if they can't play the game on the same day as everybody else. Exactly. But, on the other hand, xCloud does not have this problem because xCloud has access to Game Pass and the entire library associated with that. So they have a very good advantage on top of all these other platforms just just by that alone, just by having the Xbox branding and the Game Pass um, availability mm-hmm. included with that. Um, that is a huge strength that, that Luna and Stadia will have to overcome if they want to compete with uh, Xbox, who is already a behemoth in the gaming space. Yeah, you're right. Um, having access yeah. to Game Pass is is huge. Um, it, it certainly is. Um, and there was some news for Game Pass recently too, right? We were just talking about that earlier with um, the news for you know. I did. The, I actually had around for iOS. Um, so uh, Apple essentially created a new uh, terms and conditions as it relates to the gaming space, and has essentially allowed gaming companies. Um, so this would be. Microsoft, for example, to create an app that allows someone access to another app, um, which means that there could be an xCloud app, but inside of that, that app would only would only allow you to then open another app on your phone, and that other app would be the game itself, meaning I would need to first download xCloud, and then I would need to download and install all of my games on top of that to be able to play them through xCloud. How um, is that going to work when you want to play Halo on an, on xCloud? It's a fantastic like, question. Gonna, um, yeah. hmm. Another thing that we talked about in the pre-show was um, it seems like this is like Apple doing this weird thing where they need you to submit for like their own certification these games that they want that let's say Xbox wants to put on their xCloud. But mm-hmm. Like, like I was saying beforehand, w- the game space already has its own certification process. It already has its own right. rating. So, like, if Apple's concern is like content of the of the product, which is I, I'm guessing one of the things that they look at when they when you're releasing a game on their platform or something yep. on their platform, mm-hmm. there's are they're 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 not looking at the established platform that people that the games use when they when they release the ESRB, which is very strange. And you mentioned something else earlier, Locke, where it looks like they're also doing this so they can take their cut on their store for these games as well. Correct. So since since each game is now considered an app, that means that they get to collect their 30% cut on each app. So if Felix is in Mafia and he decides to buy a fucking, you know, taxidermy coat 
as a made as from a, a fox. Um, yeah, and that would make sense because right. that would be connected to the goddamn right. collectible in the game. Fuck. Right. So if he so if he had a cosmetic coat he could buy that cost that him, doesn't even you know, exist for five dollars and he bought it through the store on ios apple gets a cut and if i do the same for halo apple gets a cut and so on and so on and so forth um because of this way that they've decided to do it so uh microsoft is not happy about this workaround that apple has instituted their statement is this remains a bad experience for customers Gamers want to jump directly into a game from their curated catalog within one app, just like they do with movies or songs, and not be forced to download over 100 apps to play individual games from the cloud. We're committed to putting gamers at the center of everything we do and provide a great experience is is core to that mission. Um, so I'm not so, sure if we will Xbox, see Xbox had in this way, but about this, again? and they, they had an all-hands meeting about this after this came out. And what they're working on was a direct browser solution over iOS. So if you if you can access xCloud via the browser on board, and then it, it, you can play it through that somehow. So they're actually they are working on a like a bypass solution for this. And I don't know if Apple's going to step in and be like, uh, uh-uh, like that that could happen somehow, like where they where they block access to this, like but, they did with Epic. Man, that was, well, they're blocking it from their store. Yeah, how could they though if it's through a browser? Because I mean, I mean, Safari they might have more leeway, but someone could download Chrome on yeah. iOS, access XCloud through Chrome, and then Apple's got very little that it can do to stop that. I would think. Was it? I mean, if they do take action to stop that, which is someone just look, look looking at a website, I feel like that's not going to come across very well. Like that's no, going to backfire a, a, a lot. Of, they're more, opening a can of worms, yeah, right? Than this is right now. How, how does this also correlate yeah. with the new ability in like the Xbox app where you can like stream your games that are from home that's not related is that are they using x they're i figure they're using X. that's what that's what xbox is i think you mean like so your xbox is on at home right you're you're playing from your xbox to your mobile i'm playing from the xbox app are they using the cloud for that i didn't know i didn't know that was a feature yeah that's 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 going to be a release definitely a thing yeah that's going to be a release feature in the new xbox app that's going to come out for ios that was announced somewhere and either Microsoft, I would or, imagine. I think Microsoft using... announced it maybe in their event, or Apple announced it in their event. One of the events got yeah. announced. Sony does already let you do that with all their games. You can you can use right. the remote play app. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, right. So they're bringing. I would imagine it's using their infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I figured um, I figured it out. By the way, I looked it up on the internet. The mystery. You Fox. figured what hey. out? Yeah. Oh, you forgot the mystery fox. All right, tell us after. Um, I'll tell you. Yeah, not right now. Okay. Um. So, I, I mean, personally, like, I feel like out of the three, um, xCloud is, of course, super enticing because of Game Pass, right? Having access to all of these different titles, we've already had experience with Game Pass. I feel like they're in a great position to be successful with xCloud. Um, but I, I am also excited to see where where Luna goes. Um, I think their launch is going to be critical. I I think Stadia is already DOA because of its poor, poor, poor launch. You don't even um, hear anything about it from no, them anymore. No, they're not even trying to push this thing marketing-wise. It's it's one of the things that Google will eventually just kill off. I mm-hmm. mean, a thousand percent. Just like, I, I'm pretty sure we said that when we uh, talked about it originally. 
Yeah. Sorry, I mean, which which thing are you you guys caught up Google. for a second? When you Google will will kill Stadia eventually. Um, oh, do you really think so? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, yeah, it, it won't. They do, murder, they do murder their own stuff a lot. Yeah, they murder. They murder their stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might not be yeah. right away. We might not see this for you know years, but it is. It is in. I have no doubt that this will not be a platform that that survives the test of time. Uh, we'll be on, you know, two more series, you have know, four more series X's on for Xbox before they kill it. But, um, you know, it, it won't it won't survive to, to Trip's point. You don't even hear about it. I haven't seen or heard anything about Stadia since their big push for free um, for the free pro, which was I mean, I was still playing Destiny. So we're talking like, you know, almost three months ago four months ago something yeah, like it that. was it was more than that probably it was probably closer to six um, but still some months i haven't heard a single thing about stadia i mean they should be pushing the shit out of this platform um because it was in a it's especially in for a the web, holiday this year right and it's in a way better state than it was at launch like i said i mean i know my experience is a little bit different than others but um i didn't i don't have a bad thing to say about it so it it, it clearly is functional um, but we still don't hear them really discussing or, or mentioning it. Um, and even games that I come to Stadia, the, like yeah. I don't hear that they're coming to Stadia. Like I don't hear when when a, when a game's launching and it talks about where it's going. It, I never hear it say "end hmm. to Stadia." You know what I yep, mean? Like no. it's not like they they don't right. they don't sell that to the they don't sell that that platform that's themselves. It. You know, that's a huge problem. And with the upcoming launch of these consoles this next year will be like a huge like make or break for like all these streaming platforms including stadia if they can keep up with the launches of the next round of games we get with these new consoles and if the mm-hmm. experience is up to par with the new consoles that's going to be right. very important too mm-hmm. you're right so yeah, yeah. like I mean, I, if it can't I, compete as a platform with with the hardware that you're buying the hardware that's going to exist right to your point um you know why would somebody choose it um when they can go get you right. know a discless PS five or, you know, whatever the fucking cheaper Xbox is. I can't keep up with names anymore. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if they, if, yeah. if that, you know, what's the, what's the point? Um, so, you know, I, I think the lo- the lower price point of Amazon, the fact that they have, you know, billions of dollars to probably burn certainly helps. Um, they clearly have disposable income considering they killed their first, first party title game. Um, you know, so I, I think they, they're, they're a company that can, you know, put the feelers out and see how it goes. And if they make some money um, or it blows up, good for them. And if it fails, you know, at least they know it didn't work. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, we've talked about subscription services being the future. Um, I think cloud computing and cloud is, is the bigger question mark is, is that the future or, you know, are we, are we still looking at physical devices needing to run run the the games that we want to play it all comes down to connection i mean you know we're years away from having a real true good experience at least in terms of like the power of what a like a home pc can do but when we have like a console standard i think that's much more attainable and it's probably going to be that'll be the uh the separation it'll be like streaming services or or home pc gaming like that'll be the battle the next like tier of of services yeah that sounds like a good trajectory trajectory so the only way that pc gets beat out is if there's just Im- immediate instantaneous connection for anything that you do at whatever quality that you want to do and that's going to take i think a different technology 
than what we have now for like internet connection to communicate yeah, all mean, of those things together. Agreed. Yeah, like we, the United States would need to change their their ISP infrastructure mm-hmm. and the way that we look at it in order for cloud gaming to really be the standard above, you know, a thirty eighty. Yeah. Or the, you know the the internet. Um, the world's internet has to get off the literal wires they run across the bottom of the ocean <laughs> in order for this to be a thing. Oh, the, one, when that happens, the ones that they laid uh, pre- pre-World War uh, One. You're talking about those? Dude. Yeah, those. My, yeah, those. Did I ever the, tell ones you... that, the ones that fish eat, and then they got to go out and fix them. <laughs> did I ever the tell internet. you my, com- my Comcast story when I was growing up? No. So, um, really, really quickly, I'm going to pull a Felix and tell you a fucking childhood memory. By all means. <laughs> Um, so I was having like constant problems with Comcast. We didn't have Fios growing up. Fios didn't exist yet, quite frankly. So it was DSL or Comcast. Um, and of course, like, you know, little me pretending that I knew everything about technology was like the the dude that had to deal with Comcast. So my mom wouldn't have to do it. Um, and we went back and forth, back and forth for, for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally I got them to come take a technician to come out to my house and the connection at the house was fine. And he's like, all right, you know what? I'll go up and I'll take a look at the connection running across the telephone lines. And he comes down with this piece of wire and he strips the, the weather coating off of the wire and underneath the wedding, the weather coating, it was, it was just a solid rusted piece mm. of cabling, like completely mm. like brown and rusted. Yeah. And he's like, well, this is why you don't have any, have good internet. He's like, I don't even know how you were getting any internet through this. <laughs> and I was like, how do we not know the whole block is like this? He's like, it, it probably is. is. Yep. Right. So like <laughs> this, this is, this is also like at this point, almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And like, you know, infrastructure hasn't changed that much. No, you don't see Comcast trucks going around, like no. putting new wires in just for the hell of it. No. You don't see that. Right. The only reason besides the fact that Fios is a different technology is because the infrastructure is also fairly new. Right. Mm-hmm. Like places don't get it because they need to give you access to their infrastructure. Right. So it's all newer on top of the fact that it's, you know, fiber optic cabling. Right. But, um, you know, Comcast is not like, oh, let's go to this block and upgrade their cables that, you know, we no. installed, God, you no. know, 55 years ago. Yeah. Um, Alexander Graham Bell's personal cable. <laughs> <laughs> trying to send the internet over that thing. Right. Um, so to your point, Trip, like, you know, this cloud cloud gaming could never overtake what we have until we look at great internet as a basic right that we all now need to have access to because of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. you know, we're a long, long ways away yeah. from that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, access to, Very to far. free access to good internet. you know even better access to good internet depending on how much you pay right like um you know the fact that felix is paying an arm and a leg for gigabit on comcast and gets fucking nowhere near it right yeah um you know it's about half is is somehow allowed that's insane it's insane somehow is allowed i get half um so yeah um but they build a new building to prove that they have two dicks. They have two well, that's dicks. where, well, they need the second building to build the new wires. Right. Mm-hmm. It's called so the tech. It's literally called the Comcast technology center. Yeah. yeah I was like, where, you don't have good, are being made. you don't have good fucking technology and you're going to call fucking building technology center. 
Well, they have to they have to make millions of wi- millions of feet of wire. So it's right? a lot so of wires just, to make. They needed a whole building to just keep it's the wire. It's a mono, it's it's up the top of the building and back down and back yeah, and it's just top loops. and again. <laughs> See, the inside is loops yeah. of wire. Call, yeah. call they call it, from that on the trucks and they drive around <laughs> the United States and lay all this new wire down. It's a monolith of fucking man's hubris. <laughs> <laughs> that's their plan. Uh, that's their fucking plan. It's so bad. Comcast is so fucking bad. Um, just awful. Yeah, it, it truly is. And, and being at the epicenter of it does not fucking help either. Um, but I would agree to your earlier point as well, Trip, that we are we're certainly we will get to a point where it will be, you know, the, the service title, the standard is a Game Pass tile, style subscription. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're not looking at buying individual games anymore. It might be a fringe case, maybe maybe certain games come up to be able to purchase like more like temple games. Like maybe you could still buy cyberpunk if you really wanted to like the cyberpunk deluxe deluxe edition or something, but it would be more so that like, you know, home ownership edition where you actually get the download, something like that. Right. Right. Um, But where, you know, game pass becomes the norm um, and becomes the the standard for, for all of us, Um, Mm -hmm. especially when it's looped into a package like game pass ultimate. Um, you know yeah. that, that style it, if it keeps saying the value that it is then it's going to succeed for sure yeah agree and, and right now like i said microsoft's got to be operating at a loss so if they can keep operating at a loss to, to continue to give <laughs> give gamers like well good good a good ui a good experience and they keep getting subscribers by all means keep doing it look, I look what they the look what, all of their actions like the past like three or four years have been we're buying every studio we can possibly buy. We're just mm-hmm. going to buy up as many as possible. And we're going to put as many games as we can on the, our service. They are, they are literally positioning themselves to be like this behemoth of, a, of like a game provider. Like mm-hmm. the Netflix. Like the Netflix of games. Yeah. The one that everyone thinks of when you say, like, oh, Xbox. Oh, that's the Game Pass people. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you see sure. no, I know what you mean. That, right? yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Yeah, we, and we, they're, you know, they're what they're doing. Yeah, not to toot our own horns, but like we called it, you know, we called mm-hmm. it back then um, because it, you know, it made sense to us back then. And it makes sense now. Like this is this is the move. And, you know, they were early, early on adopters of it. So um, the one thing that doesn't make sense of Xbox's moves was what they did with Mixer. That is the one thing yeah, that sure. I don't understand. And only, not just closing it down, but months earlier, they bought the right like they bought those streamers right like they they had Mm -hmm. major streamers signed contracts onto their platform that was that's why i was like very shocked about mixer um and Mm -hmm. i thought this console generation would have had very good integration with mixer and they would yeah they were were set up for a a really serious way with all that stuff for sure they just they didn't put any money into it at all ever besides buying people individuals right you know at least not at the rate that they should have been to make it competitive in the, in the space, but the reach mm. they have Microsoft, they could have put that right on the shelf with any other streaming service and even made it a better option than Twitch, than Facebook. Like, no one wants to use Facebook because of like all the data mining wow. and like the integration weirdly with like their VR stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like that would have fallen oh, off at it. a certain point. So it's between Twitch and YouTube and then Mixer could have been the thing. They could have creeped up the third. Then who knows? Something goes wrong with Twitch and then it's them and YouTube. Like it could have it could have been done. Easily could have been done. They just didn't develop the people that work there. They didn't believe in them to make new features for the platform to make people want to come to the platform or even have a good experience 
being on the platform when there were already these behemoths in streaming that people were comparing them to. Yeah, it was almost right. like, you know, the, the person that made the decision to buy it, like bought it and then like six months later left the company and the new guy was like, fuck, this was such a dumb decision. Yeah, why don't we need right? this like, shit? Like, and he just like was like, all right, well, we'll just fucking we'll keep going and run this shit into the ground. And mm-hmm. then finally, and you know, that, yeah. that's just honestly what it seems like it was. Honestly, right? like, honestly man, you're not far a, off. A, right. a lot of stories that came out were like about the mixer team were like, they were just like riding. They just didn't, they didn't have any like set goals in mind. They didn't, they didn't have like a plan or any kind of, you know, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have any mm-hmm. sort of like goal in mind when they were running the ship. Like, a lot of them heard about of, the, uh, yeah. the shutdown the day of too. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Crazy. Right. So to, to earlier point, Felix, you know, Stadia shuts down. You're getting no notice. All those games you bought. Right. Gone. Don't, gone. don't own them. Gone. Gone. Don't own that shit. Right. That's, that's um, why I'm more comfortable in the modern era. I'm more comfortable with the concept of paying for access as opposed sure. to buying individual digital titles. I'm mm-hmm. more comfortable with going, I pay you a service fee. You guarantee it's there. Right. Sure. Unless it goes away, but I don't lose anything when it goes away because I never owned it anyway. And you haven't invested right. that much right. to play that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, to, to any one of these service subscriptions, right. right, for Game Pass, like you you play one game a month realistically and you've you've made your money, right? Or you you play a few games that you play partly of and you've made your money, right? Same thing with music. You listen to a few albums. Mm-hmm. You watch a few TV shows. You watch mm-hmm. a few movies. You've you've paid for that month's subscription. Um, you yeah, know my, it my, makes it makes too much sense. My obsession with video game soundtracks was the reason I went with Apple Music or any mm. paying for any streaming mm. service. It really didn't matter because I realized that I was spending. You know, if it's ten dollars an album, that's one hundred and twenty a year, right? And I was spending more than one hundred and twenty a year on like video game soundtrack albums mm-hmm. for Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed alone. You know. Right. Like, the shit was, right. was, I just realized I had spent more and I said, okay, I'm going to, by gaining access to 6 million songs, I'm going to get more and I'm never going to lose anything. You know, right. like we used to carry from building to building. Like, I moved like 20 times before the age of 30 or some crazy shit like that. I'm talking about in and out, not to 20 different locations, but like I moved 20 times over the course of this t- time period. And every time I'm bringing this like case full of shit. You know, like CDs or CDs, CDs and records and, and whatever crap, DVDs, yeah. you know, because we were trained that we needed to possess things that we need to own. Mm-hmm. We were trained for, but for commercialism trained us sure. that we have to own yeah. things and be the possessor of it um, mm-hmm. all throughout the 50s, 60s, 70s or whatever. When you're collecting records and albums and tapes and CDs and all that shit. And then this comes along. Napster comes along first. And we get it all for free. And they're like, fuck that. You're not getting that shit for free. <laughs> don't, don't even think you're getting any of that shit for free. And then that's when they started suing fucking kids. They were like, we're going to sue kids. We're going to send their parents a check for 15000 or a bill for $15,000 saying your kids stole this, these artists' songs. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, dude, my name, was, my name was absolutely on that big, huge printed out list of usernames that Lars Ulrich from Metallica slapped down in front of Congress. I got yeah. a message in Napster one day. Like you are no longer allowed to access the service, right? And I was like, "Oh, damn, sorry." Oh, right. Had, Dude, Napster was the yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. We all went to Kazaa for that anyway, so it's fine. But Man. yeah, we all. Um, I remember. But, but yeah, but, it's, but, it's, but yeah. then they realized that you know we can't just sue kids. We got to figure this shit out, and that's mm-hmm. when they, that's when they brought fucking Lime LimeWire down. 
That's when they fucking sued. Oh the man, fuck, I fucking fuck out a lot. I gave my computer so many viruses. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I didn't get didn't give a shit. <laughs> BearShare was also pretty dope too. Used mm-hmm. BearShare for a while, but but then Apple came along and they and they came out with Apple Music. Spotify came did their service and everything like that. And now by paying that service fee, you get access to six million songs. The concept of lost doesn't exist anymore. As long mm-hmm. as those services keep up their side of the bargain and keep the the thing going, it's like gotta pay that electricity bill. I, I don't want to. I don't want to do this for anything. I don't want to buy individual shit and possess individual shit anymore. I want to. I yeah. want to do this for movies. I want to do it for TV. I want to do it for fucking video games. I don't. I want to pay you the service fee and you you ensure that the shit is there. You and don't want the shelf anymore, dude. You want the shelf to be shelf. gone. The shelf was heavy <laughs> carrying that from fucking twenty <laughs> yeah, apartments. Dude. Yeah, especially when you have the same game on four different generations yeah, of fucking consoles. Yeah, fuck that console. too. Yeah, that sucks. That adds up. Those ounces add up. All those fucking versions of Skyrim on GTA will fucking do it to <laughs> How you, How about dude? gaining access one motherfucking time and then signing in with your account to get it to all the different fucking places? How about that? Yeah, dude, I get it. Dude, I, I watched... I watched um, we're we're kind of trailing at this point, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it here, um, and then we'll, we're going to bring it out. Um, I literally watched my first piece of physical media, like my first DVD in years the other day. And I mm. was, it was like such a fuck. Like, it's crazy to me that like p- putting in a DVD. So I put in the DVD and it was the kind of DVD where you needed to flip it halfway through. What the fuck one was Whoa. that? That's early. So, no, I, I, I remember that's those. not even in late. So in the middle of what you're watching. Yeah. Yes. When they dude. first came what? out, that's so, how it so here, here, Here's my experience. Really quickly, this is this is a lot of lock experiences. A lot of lock anecdotes. This is an anecdotal lock episode. So my wife and I wanted to watch Goodfellas because we hadn't watched Goodfellas in a long time, and, and uh-huh. I'm a huge fan oh, of that. That's movie. why it's a long movie. Yeah, yeah. So we came down to it. It does not exist on any streaming platform right now. So it was either well, you can buy it. You can buy you it. can buy it. Yeah. You couldn't rent it from iTunes. You can only buy it. And I was like, well, oh, that's not weird. I'm not buying it because I know it's in this drawer right underneath my TV. So <laughs> we're either going to watch. I would have bought it. Either, I, see, I, I yeah, did I, buy see, it. Exactly. See, this <laughs> I, I, get you. I have it on the shelf like, to my left and I bought it. <laughs> right. I was like, we're either going to open this up and I'm going to turn on my PS4 and we're going to watch it or we're going to pick something else out. So we decide to watch it on the PS4. I was like, dope. I open up the DVD box. I was like, oh, this is the throwback. Put the DVD in and a scene starts. That classic playing. feel. A fucking scene starts playing. And I thought it was just like some quirky like scene and then we're going to get like the the menu, right? So I let it go and it's like it's like 3 minutes in and I'm like this ain't fucking right. I try it on the PlayStation. Not <laughs> not remembering the controls. I'm like trying to find the fucking menu button on the oh, PlayStation. Yeah, Nothing's working. So I was like I was like, "Wait. Is this the type that you need to flip?" So I take the DVD out, I flip it around, I put it in and boom. Goodfellas menu pops up. And I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. I haven't. First of all, I haven't watched this specific DVD in forever, and then remember, I didn't even. I don't even remember having to flip DVDs. I remember having to like getting I like Casino don't. on VHS. <laughs> Casino on VHS used to be like two or three tapes. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. having to do that. Yeah, Titanic. Was sold, sold, yeah. Titanic was sold with two tapes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember having mm-hmm. to do that for 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 DVDs, but that was that was the experience. So then when I got to that scene for you know in Goodfellas, the movie just fucking ended. No, no prompt of just fucking went to black. And then I needed to walk up to my PS4, flip the disc around and put it in. And then it just continued the movie. Lock the, the first um, DVD I think I ever bought was that type type of DVD mm, because I bought no, pretty, it's old. I bought pretty it's early. It's fucking old. And yeah. the DVD was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. 
Mm. You would get halfway through it and right. have to flip it. Yep. It's very weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fucking wild, dude. And I and, and no, I still have a bunch of D. I don't have nearly as much as you, but that's the first time that I went back and actually used the physical media that I once, you know, that I own to to watch a piece of content. Dude, I used um, to love buying DVDs. It was like, the greatest. Love feeling. them. Yeah, love them. dude. Watch every single extra. Like that was my hang up before digital movies. I was like, well, I'm not going to get all the all the cool shit that I get when I buy a DVD. But then. You yeah. do now. You do. So it's hey, like, well, Trip Zero. It's to be that shit across the room. Trip Zero, you know what, you, <laughs> right. you know what feels, uh, you know feels just as good as acquiring media and getting it into your possession? Making a list in like Netflix. Oh, it feels so good. I got to make my <laughs> Netflix list. I got to add this to my Netflix list. It's like the same collecting like broken part of your brain where you just got to collect shit. It's amazing. <laughs> I do it in all the services. I, I make a list of the things that are mine, things I yeah. want. You know, you call sure. it the shelf. Yeah, it's sure. like my shelf, the my shelf. digital shelf, my virtual mm-hmm. shelf. Yeah, exactly. But I actually am gonna, I'm gonna take. I don't know when I'm gonna do it. Obviously, eventually, but probably not. Um, <laughs> I actually, I don't know when I'm gonna I'm, do it, I'm thinking, maybe someday. So there's probably a, not. There's, anyway, there's this app, this sales app. It's called um, Merc. Cardi or Mercady. I just learned about it from Trab. It's mm-hmm. called, I'll tell you what it is. It's called Mercari, but it's like a, take a picture of a thing and then put it in Mar- Mercari. And there's a lot of apps. I've used, Mac- I've used Mercari to sell tech, right. old tech and stuff. I'm yeah. thinking about doing, I'm going to itemize. I'm going to see if I can itemize and for like fairly affordable prices, but you know, cause there's so many of them. I'm going to try and do my DVDs in there. I want to see what happens. My DVDs. Dude, that'll and, work. DVDs and Blu-rays and just put them yeah. in there and, you know, ship them out and get money for them. Yeah. Do it, dude. I'm going to do, do it, it up, do man. It. Yeah. Do it. Get rid of the fucking, get rid of some of the clutter, man. Get rid of some of the shelf. No, I have give I, the shelf. A, give the shelf a break, man. It's been holding up all that weight for a long time. I have. A, yeah. It's, fucking, it's buckling. I have an acceptable yeah. library now of digital content that I don't think I need. I don't, I'm ready yeah. to let go. Keep the saboteur though. You can't really find that on digital. No, and I'm gonna get. I'm not getting rid of the games. I'm not talking about. Games. You're not getting rid of saboteur, dude. Don't be. I'm not getting rid of the saboteur ever. I can't because it's the only thing. It's never coming back. It's never coming back. That's it. Um. Well, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, um, we appreciate you. Um, make sure to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube, right? Um, make sure to subscribe. To the podcast if you don't already do so apple uh, podcasts would, and spotify spotify we greatly you're, greatly you're appreciate that um and we would also really appreciate any reviews if you feel the need if you're new to the podcast and you'd like to leave a review in, in any of those um places that would be that would be sweet we would love to see that um so so please please do us that favor we 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 would greatly appreciate it uh you can find me personally on twitter at lock underscore key um Follow me there. Trip. Uh, what's up, guys? I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on Twitch, Trip Zero TV. I stream there on my channel Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. We go uh, 7 to 11 to 12 ish, roughly. And uh, now we're in Destiny prep mode. So I'm still doing my uh, Watch Dogs 2 playthrough, which is a lot of fun. And we're going to go into Legion when that releases. Uh, but then we split the stream and then do Destiny prep afterwards for like for the wind down. So uh, it's a good time. And that's what we'll be doing through uh, beyond light launch on the 10th. And then uh, when we live in cyberpunk 2077, a week after that. So God, I'm so excited. So excited, dude. And all my socials are the same. Very easy. So to find. excited. Neo.
Uh, I'm Neo Yoshi. You can follow me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi on Twitch. I'm playing all kinds of games right now. Uh, a lot of Warzone, a little bit of Valorant's coming back, so that's pretty cool. I, I too, am prepping for the Cyberpunk. I'm ready, man. I got that 3080. I'm ready to jump in that bad boy and just live in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Watch Dogs Legion from purchasing the 3080. So that Very is nice. that is a game with RTX that I can also enjoy, which will that'll be pretty fun to check out. Tell you. So yeah, uh, stay tuned there. You can see all the antics that I get up to. Nice, Felix. Yeah, this is Felix Hergood. I'm Felix Hergood all together on uh, Twitch er, and Felix Hergood all together on Twitter. So you can check me on both of those. I don't know when I'm going to stream again. It's been a while. I haven't streamed since fucking June, so it's been a long time because of my work schedule. Um, but I may come back. I'm thinking maybe a night schedule. I'm going to try and figure out how to do night um, and be a competent human during that time period. Um, but that might come back. There might be a night, night schedule. Um, I'm, a, I'm a real piece of shit, guys, because I just figured out why the foxes are in that goddamn game. It's oh, because yeah. the logo of Hangar 13, the developer, is a fox. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Got it. Got, it's meta. That's it's meta. A, it's a yeah. fox with like an eye patch. I mean, the little stupid statues in the game don't have the eye patch, so I never would have guessed that. But I looked it up. That's got to be the reason. They're called mystery foxes because the goddamn logo of Hangar 13 is a fox. So I apologize to the developers of Hangar 13. I was a dickhead <laughs> again. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens on episode 273 of the Emergent Gamer podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you, everybody, for listening. All right. See you guys. See you later. Good job. Talking about Felix, it. that's a that's a good level of beard for you, too, right now. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Holy shit. It. Did you guys told you? I fucking told you. You're one of the first things locked dead. You're fucking out here thinking I'm joking, and wow. here I am giving you a goddamn compliment. God, thank God for Trip, man. What would I do without him, dude? Yeah, out here misunderstanding me left and right. All right. Whole, you were talking about your explosion. I just I couldn't wait to get the words out. So we're, fucking, keep, we're keeping my good level dude, of beard. Dude, same here. I joined and we were talking about other things, and all I wanted to tell him was I liked his beard. That's amazing. Shit's crazy, <laughs> bro. Appreciate it.